This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. James, let's dive into today's matchup and take some single bets, one by one, that we like on the slate today. So let's start with the Yankees and the Blue Jays. We've got the Blue Jays laying a buck 75, total eight and a half runs. Domingo Herman gone for the Yankees, two and three with a four flat ERA against Kevin Gosman, who's two and three despite a 3-3-8 ERA. And Jinx, initially you look at this and you say to yourself, okay, the Blue Jays are favored. They've got the better pitcher on the mound, at least one would say by the numbers. But this is a Yankees lineup that I think I'm having trouble fading. This is an offense that finally has awoken, I think that's the right word, since Aaron Judge has been reinserted back into the lineup. The Yankees have scored at least six runs in four straight games. So are you willing to fade the Yankees here, or do you think there's another angle? I, man, when I was handicapping these games this morning, I was struggling. I I think I'm going to go first five under four and a half, which is minus 115. If you want to bump it up to under five, you're going to lay the juice minus 150. But I think both of these pitchers have been so good recently that I like the under here. Of course, the sabotage factor is these bats can heat up in a heartbeat. But if you look at Kevin Gossman, he's given up eight runs in his last 23 and a third innings while striking out 37. And all eight of those runs came in one single game. Outside of that, he's been fantastic. Harmon hasn't given up more than two runs in any of his last three starts. And two of those starts, Chelsea, were against the Rays. And we absolutely know how good the Rays can hit the ball. Best hitting team in all of baseball. So I would lean towards both of these guys coming out early and pitching well. Maybe take the Yankees plus money on the money line just because they're playing so much better now. But I would lean first five under four and a half. Not my favorite play. Yeah, I'm really torn on this one because last time around, Kevin Gosman was really good against the Yankees. Seven shutout frames with 11 punch outs. But still, that's when this Yankees offense was really quiet. I'm not sure what to do even with the total here because for the entirety of the season, the Yankees have been such a good under team. But like I said, they've scored at least six runs in four straight games. And also, the Blue Jays are not a light-hitting lineup either. So I initially lean towards the full game over of eight and a half. Even if Kevin Gosman has a quality start, gives up a couple of runs, I think the Blue Jays can probably scratch off a couple against Domingo Herman, And then it's on to the bullpens, which the Yankees probably have a better bullpen, although it's a little banged up. Uh, And I don't believe in the Blue Jays bullpen at all. But it's going to be a stay away from me. I would lean towards the Blue Jays, though, at minus 175, not a playable number. Uh, at that one so maybe on the run line but let's go on to the Mets and the Rays we've got the Mets at home and they're minus 160 good god 
And it's Tampa Bay plus 135. Yanni Chirinos, Chirinos uh, gone for Tampa Bay. I've seen Jalen Beeks in some places as well, so they might yeah. be using an opener. Uh, Justin Verlander is on the mound for the Mets. That's probably why that number is so high for New York. 1-1 one one with a two two five ERA. Even with Verlander on the mound, do you think New York deserves to be minus 160 favorites? Absolutely not. I think it's going to be Jalen Beeks, so you're right. It's going to be an opener here. The Mets just are not hitting the ball. They are not hitting the baseball. They got blasted by the Nationals yesterday. And while I do believe in Justin Verlander, and you're exactly right, that's why you're laying a buck 60 with New York. He's faced the Tigers and the Reds. So the Rays, like I was just talking about, as we know, best hitting team in baseball, that is a completely different animal than facing Detroit and Cincinnati. And when you're talking about a bullpen game for the Rays, they have the sixth best bullpen in Major League Baseball. I think there's real value here on the raise money line at plus 165. Justin Verlander could give up two runs and the Mets might score one. So I don't feel comfortable at all laying this kind of money with New York. Yeah, if you think Justin Verlander is going to be good and you don't want to bet on the race here, maybe the under is worth a play if you think Justin Verlander can go deep in this game. And combined with the fact that, like you said, the Mets bats have been so stinking cold. But back mm -hmm. to the run line trend for New York. I think this is a little juicy, a little juicier than I would have liked because Tampa Bay getting the one and a half is minus 150. I think probably just go out right here with Tampa Bay on the money line. Anytime you can get a great team at an underdog price, I think that's the way to go because at some point, I think uh, yeah. even Justin Verlander is going to give up a couple of runs to this Tampa Bay offense, one of the hottest hitting lineups in all of baseball. Uh, can't trust the Mets. That's the bottom line, especially at that price. So I'm going the other way. I'll go Tampa Bay on the money line, or you can even play them on the run line where the Mets have been especially bad. One and nine on the run line in their last 10 games. Let's go to Houston where we have the Astros hosting the Cubs. We've got Houston minus 160 favorites here. Total seven and a half. Justin Steele, our dude, six and zero for the Cubs. <laughs> a one eight two ERA against Christian Javier. Three and one with a three four seven ERA. Jenks, it's a good pitching matchup here. Are you getting some plus money on the card, or are you looking at a total? I'm looking at some plus money. I'm gonna ride with our guy Justin Steele. He's been a winner for us all year long thus far. I mean, six and zero, one point eight two ERA. Look, he had his worst outing of the season against the Cardinals the last time he pitched. And by worst outing of the season, I mean a quality start. Three runs over six innings. And the Astros, if you look at their numbers against right-handed pitching, they're only 24th in the majors. So, yeah, I'm going plus money. I'm going to go Cubs first five money line. It's plus 125. I think Steele could absolutely match Javier here. Right. I think that is the play for me. Looking at the Astros this year, they are not the sure thing that they used to be. Of mm -hmm. course, there is a chance that they win, especially behind Christian Javier, who's been very good. But still, the Astros are one of the worst teams in slugging percentage. They rank 27th out of 30 teams with a 365 slugging percentage. So even when they're getting on base, they are having absolute trouble scoring runs. So I don't think that the numbers uh, match out to where you play the Astros at minus 160. Also, I like the under at 7.5. If you think both of these pitchers are good, 
I think that's the way to go, coupled with yeah. the fact that, like I said, Houston is having some trouble scoring runs. Let's go to L.A., Dodgers Twins. We have Dodgers minus 200, Minnesota plus 165, total 7.5. Bailey over, going for the Twins, 2-0, 185 ERA against the veteran Clayton Kershaw, the lefty 6-2 and this year with a 2-3-6 ERA. Jenks, just looking at the numbers, kind of looks like an under game. Is that the way you see it? What I'm going to do is this, and this is going to be so square, but I love the Dodgers on the first five run here, run line, minus 130. On the road, the Twins are batting 203 this season. That is worst in the American League. Against left-handed pitching, they are hitting 221 this season. That is second worst in the American League, only to the A's. The Dodgers are so much better at hitting the baseball when playing at home, and they have the momentum after last night's walk-off win, and also they're the third-best first-five team at home in all of baseball. I'm going to trust Kershaw here. Dodgers' first five run line is going to be one of my favorite plays today. I wonder what their team total is in the first five because I think that might be the way to go as well, even though Clayton Kershaw has been really good too. So I think all mm-hmm. the things combined, it's a pretty solid play. It's really hard for me to fade the Dodgers right now. Like you said, they have been playing with their hair on fire and especially mm-hmm. that offense scored five runs in the first five innings just last night against the Twins against a solid pitcher in Pablo Lopez who had good numbers coming into this game so i think it's going to be the same deal for bailey over yes his numbers are good but it's really tough to shut down the bats of la especially at home let's go to texas rangers braves atlanta minus 115 texas minus 105 jared schuster going for atlanta 0 and 1 831 era against stunning dang dunning 3 and 0 with a 172 <laughs> era is this gonna hold up because we've gone back and forth on dane dunning and we've oh. made fun of him in the past where he's been very fade-worthy. But this year, he's been really good. Yeah. No, he's been great. I, I cannot bet this game. This might be my <laughs> least favorite game on the slate. And you're right. With a total of 10, doesn't that tell you that some sort of regression is coming for stunning Dane Dunning? Mm-hmm. Maybe he gets it done. I don't know anything about Jared Schuster except that his ERA is over eight. And so clearly he's not going to go long in this game or some sort of bullpen game for the Braves. But I would just stay absolutely away from this game and find another game on the board, unless you're a big fan of stunning Dane Dunning. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd lean towards the Braves here at minus 115, but I don't know if I have enough trust in Jared Schuster here because Atlanta is usually a team that can out hit their way out of just about anything. That's probably the case here, but it makes me nervous, especially with their bullpen the way that it is. All right, two more games left, uh, at least we have here on the rundown. Brewers-Cardinals, Mariners-Red Sox. Is there a play you like in either of these games? Oh, God, I'm going to be so square here. I'm going to go back to the well. Mariners-Red Sox, I'm going to go over 9.5 or play it down to 9, lay the juice. I understand you got Luis Castillo, and he's been great, okay, but – this Boston lineup is third in all of baseball against right-handed pitching, and Nick Pavetta is almost an auto-fade at this point. Red Sox, best over team in baseball. Let's go over nine. God, I wish the Mariners weren't minus 160, because I, I think know. I would take that. Maybe you can take them in the first five run line, but the Mariners' offense has been a little sketchy. So I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a stay away for me, but you're right. The Red Sox bats have been so hot this year. The Red Sox so hot this year. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.